Good evening, TDN listeners, and happy Carnival Tuesday to you. If you're from Dominica, Trinidad, uh, I think Guadeloupe and Martinique as well, today is Carnival Tuesday for you. Of course, most of the events this year have been virtual, so I hope that you are finding some way to celebrate your Carnival heritage this evening. So again, a pleasant good evening and welcome back to Untapped Potential right here on TDN Radio. I am your host, Dr. Simone Matthew, and it is wonderful to get together with you again one more time this week as we get powered up and energized for the week ahead. As you know, this is the place we come each and every Tuesday uh, to remind ourselves of the important life goals that we should be working on and what are we doing to accomplish those life goals. So we remind each other of maybe the to-do list that we should have in terms of being able to check off those important milestones as we work on our important life goals. So welcome, welcome to the program. It is a bright and beautiful sunny day down here in Georgia. The weather has finally given way to much warmer weather. So this week we're expecting, I think, in the 70s. So we have broken the cold spell and we are now experiencing some warmer weather. So I truly hope that the weather is bright and beautiful in your area. I hope that you have a pleasant disposition as you get ready for the week ahead and that you're in good spirits and good health. And can you believe it is already uh, March 1st? I was almost tempted to say February 1st <laughs> because the year is absolutely speeding along, but it is already March 1st and uh, we are clearly uh, into the year 2022. So again, welcome to the program. As we always do, we have a great interview for you uh, today. We have a packed program and the interview that I thought I would bring you today was one that we did sometime last year for Carnival. Um, it is a discussion with Mrs. Uh, Delia Coffee Weeks and Mr. Daryl Phillip, two cultural stalwarts out of Dominica, and they told us all about the importance the evolution of Dominica's carnival from way back 200 years ago when a masquerade was celebrating right on up until today where uh, Dominica's carnival is now considered the real mass. So I thought that I would bring you that interview because, you know, our history of our carnival doesn't change, right? <laughs> 
So despite having recorded that interview last year via Facebook Live, the information is still applicable today and into the future. So I thought I would bring you that interview as we are getting ready to close down the carnival season. Uh, you know, uh, Ash Wednesday marks the end of the carnival season. So I thought I would bring you this interview as we get ready to close the curtains on excuse me, we get ready to close the curtains on Carnival Celebrations 2022. And don't forget to stay tuned for after the interview as we talk about all the other important ventures that is going on in Push Past 10, my other program, Roots Connections on Q, and just all the other amazing ways that we're connecting Dominicans around the world so that we can advance together as a people, we can advance together as a nation. So I always look forward to spending this time with you right here on TDN Radio every Tuesday from 5.30 p.m. Eastern Time as we get powered up and energized for the week ahead. Uh, as you may know, we also saw Calypso Finals in Dominica over the weekend on Saturday and Tasha P is the new virtual carnival monarch so we wish her congratulations she won the stardom monarch of the tent as well as the calypso final monarch of dominica for 2022 the virtual calypso monarch for 2022 so we send congratulations to tasha p as she begins her virtual carnival 2022 monarch reign so as we get the program started as we always do we like to start off with a, a great song a great uh song to get you energized get you up and dancing and so i decided that we could enjoy for one more time for the carnival season the song would seem to have been the most popular for the season and that song is coco stick so mystery with the song entitled coco stick so enjoy this one and then stay tuned for our pre-recorded interview of Dominica's Carnival from Masquerade to the Real Mass. So stay tuned. Coco Sticks Coco Sticks Mystery It's getting hot It's getting hot I have to try something to earn a living I must dress sexy for my customers to see When they see the product, they will support me I try selling big, that not selling Dashing and Christophin, that not selling But when I started selling my cocoa sticks People talking, something happened People talking, something happening. Coco for sale, Coco for sale, Coco for sale. Who buying it? Who buying it? Coco for sale, Coco for sale, Coco for sale. Who buying it? Who buying it? If you want wet cocoa, I selling it. If you want dry cocoa, you can get it. Coco for sale, Coco for 
Hot, hot, hot 
struggling to pay your bills? Has your income been impacted by COVID-19? Are you on track with securing your family's financial future? Let Badui Financial Services be your guide in this ever-changing world. From budgeting and finally eliminating your debt to protecting your income and leaving a financial legacy for your family. Badui Financial Services is your one-stop shop for securing your financial future. Give them a call today at 864-607-1361. That number again, 864-607-1361. Badui Financial Services, Integrity and Service is our commitment to you. Give them a call. Hi, Simone, and happy to be here and to share what little knowledge we have with those who will join us. Yes, and Daryl, welcome as well. Yeah, thank you. I'm happy to be involved in this because really and truly the whole of Dominica's history, well, at least from the time the Europeans came in, Carnival could be traced down all up till now. So carnival is really a part of our culture, it's part of our history, it's part of our living. So let us see what we can get through to discuss tonight. Yes, absolutely. And, and Simone, if I may say, we are going to have carnival <clears throat> from different perspectives mm -hmm. because I grew up in the country, Daryl grew up in the city. Perfect. And so we will get it all wrong. <laughs> and of course, we want to hear from you on Facebook as well. What are your traditions? What do you celebrate depending on what part of the country that you are from? And of course, we have a number of people persons already logged in. We have Jerry Tewitt, we have Ashanta, we have Naren, King Murphy. Naren, you, shouldn't, you, you need to be getting ready for the Calypso show tonight, but thank you for stopping by. Anyway, before you do so, Mr. Gordon Henderson is also on the live, so thank you for being here, Gordon Merlin and Hazel Ann. So we have a number of people already coming in as we discuss the importance of our carnival celebration and just take a minute to share, to explore, and to learn about our culture. So by way of introduction, just tell us who you are and what your involvement is with culture. So we'll start with you, Adelia. Well, um, most people know the name. Many people have put a face to the name. I am what I term a total Caribbean woman. And uh, Daryl, what are you laughing at? <laughs> and I am really immersed in Dominican culture, maybe because of where I was born, I didn't have a choice in the matter, maybe because of who my ancestors are, I did not have a choice in that matter either. But based on my own personal interest, how I have taken it forward, and how I can impact other people, and let me inform you that it is by sharing what I know that I intend to live forever. 
Wonderful, wonderful. That is lovely to hear, Delia. So again, thank you for joining us um, this evening. Daryl, can you tell us who you are and your involvement in culture? Okay. Um, I have been brought up in Roseau, in the middle of Roseau. I lived on the carnival route. And from <laughs> Sunday night or Sunday afternoon, Samedi Gua was the beginning of real carnival on the streets in Roseau. From a child from the early 70s and even in the 60s, there were the parades that happened on the, and we would stay from our windows and look out to see what was happening. And there were the parades in the, on Sunday afternoon with the floats and the queens and the king and queens of the bands and things like that. And we moved on every year looking out the window and seeing what was happening until I was old enough one morning to get up, put on one of my sister's old dresses and go into Jouvet. <laughs> you did? Yeah. You escaped to that. I, I, I just had to do something. So I went into the band and then I found out it was okay to go into the band from that time. Mm -hmm. All right. So really and truly, I kind of just grew up with looking at carnival every year being around the people who made the costumes or organized the bands, being involved in some of the cultural groups, helping them to organize, being involved in carnival organizing committee, being involved in the um, Department of Culture, learning all the various aspects of the culture of carnival. And carnival doesn't just, is not just an event of music and costume and dance, but it also goes into food. Mm -hmm. It goes into people think it goes into what people prepare for from since november is over is like carnival season is coming people are beginning to practice people have different songs that they bring out from seeing those chartwells and the lapu cabbage practices and everything like that so really and truly carnival is not just a two days jump up on the street right it is so just a lot more than that something that starts from the from january that goes on to march Mm -hmm. Well, well, for me, Daryl, it was from 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 New um, Boxing Day. Really? Yeah. Well, the, the day of the Christmas. Organizing the calypsos in before yes, that. Yes, that's true. Yes. People are collecting their skins all year round for them that's to put on true. their new um on their drums. Right, right. All right. These songs are being created. People looking out for what social um social events are they going to comment on? That's true. In the songs. Mm -hmm. So, really and truly, carnival is a part of our culture which is our life mm -hmm. oh yes so just think that it's just a season it's not now, now, as I, now as i said in the beginning you know for someone like me i always thought of carnival as going back as far as all mass but daryl you tell you told me that we have to go even further back so how far back to the two of you how far back are we going in terms of how carnival oh. originated <laughs> let's go to the plantation owners which in dominica case were mainly French plantation owners. Catholic. Who were Catholic. Very, very Catholic. So it falls in nicely with our Catholic faith and our Catholic calendar. Yeah. So from Madigua, they came down to the capital to the, or to the great houses and they were entertained by the slaves who played music, who served, who entertained who would dance on the outside and the people would be inside um, looking on at what was happening. There's the plantation owners. And really and truly carnival started there. So when emancipation, emancipation occurred, 
the people were accustomed to celebrating the mass and then they went on the road celebrating their, their, their culture. And they had their good, they had all of the instruments. They had, the, they had a tradition of making their songs. They already had their costumes that they knew from the history, the rich history, which they entered the Caribbean with, that is from Africa. Mm -hmm. And they were on the streets celebrating. So they already had a rhythm. They didn't have to create that. They already had costumes from their spiritual practices from Africa and everything just mounted on. Okay? But Daryl, you, so, you must also remember to say that, remember the masquerade part of it was also a time of liberation for the bourgeois. Well, it was a liberation for all. I would hate to put it as one set. Because even under those mask faces that they used to wear, all classes were involved. Okay. Yes. All classes were involved. So what so was I the significance of the masquerade? What was the significance of having a mask on your face? Um, if you look back at the African tradition, especially when you go to the Ogungun, which was a West Coast um, of uh, celebration of a spiritual celebration that they did in the west coast of Africa, where people dressed in different, in different outfits to celebrate their spirits or to chase away spirits or to represent something within the community. They wore those masks. And when they, have the, when they put on those masks and they got into the costumes, they were actually transformed with the rhythm and everything like that. And some people still feel that way. It's like there's a term called Mm -hmm. Meaning, I'm transforming. And people think that is about a change in you or a change of costume. It's not exactly that. No, no, no. Unless, unless a, they've experienced it, they, yes. they, they cannot know. And, and that is the effect of the rhythm of the drum. So you're fine. You can have all the costume and the masks and everything. But when the drumming begins, then and you that have is when drinks. the... Not necessary, not Daryl. The <laughs> impact drinks help. of I'm sorry. Oh he yes, they do. <laughs> they do. They take you to another level. <laughs> yes. Okay. And you know, it grew from the time when, um, okay, the Europeans had the mask and the masquerade. Um, the mask, the European mask, which they had, and the Africans also had the masks. But at that point, it was what materials were available for you to use and by who. It was not until about the 50s, early 50s, when they started getting those wire masks. Mm -hmm. The starts bringing them in, and everybody had a uniform wire mask, but it was not always that way. Okay? And somebody told me, it's like in Grand Bay, they do practice this thing where they don't necessarily have a wire mask on them, but they just frill, they have a wire shape on their face and they have and they some... make their own masks mm. and you really cannot see the face in it but they can see outside they can, can see out but you don't so, see who it is so that because is we were not we were not accustomed well i i didn't know about the wire masks until i got into roseau yeah mm -hmm. so the right. grand bay experience was a totally different thing i grew up with carnival and as i said from yeah. from boxing day you started having practice mass. Yes. And people yes. would congregate in certain locations in the village 
to practice the carnival songs. Mm -hmm. And it means that they would have been observing people all during the year, not mentioning anything to you, but for those days now, they start singing and putting your business outside. So people will on their P's and Q's, especially coming closer to carnival because they may not call your name. Everybody was Intel. But ah, that's when, Intel. Yes. <laughs> okay. So you would, you would know that song, Intel mm-hmm. Right. So everybody would hear the song no name, no warrant. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to Ethel's business, so you find out who's sleeping with whose husband mm-hmm. and who was caught doing what where. And then who the cap fits, they wear it. And then the names would come to mind. Mm-hmm. And you would wait for Carnival Monday or Carnival Tuesday. There's certainly somebody who is brave enough, maybe with the influence of the spirits mm-hmm. than Ariel. Mm-hmm when the, the alcohol makes them breathe. Mm-hmm. And then they would belt out, instead of Etel, they would shout out the names. But is that the, is that the origins of Calypso then? Oh, yes. But Calypso oh, is all okay. tied into the whole thing, you know. Right. Calypso That's is what I'm social thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Calypso That's the origins ready. of Calypso. Yeah. And yeah. all of that. That is why I say that carnival is not just tied into just one season. Mm-hmm. It's a whole set of things. And you just connect no, 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 the point no, no. of the year. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the religious right. connection. So the all relig- of the social scandal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the religious connection the to carnival. But if you talk about the religious collect- connections in Dominica and all of the other highly Catholic influenced uh, islands of the Eastern Caribbean, carnival is the time, the period before Lent. Mm-hmm. All right, and so we can. The Catholics don't want to accept that it is a religious festival, but it's but it, is. It, well, is. it is. It is. It is. It is. Okay. Because, because remember, Lent is, is, is 40 days of restricting yourself, you know. Mm-hmm. And you just let off be, before then. Yes. Okay. So on Ash Wednesday, everybody's come, everybody can go and receive their ashes. But that's not only <laughs> what it was. The whole um, Calypso. The whole Calypso development is really important, okay? And I remember somebody telling me a story. I mean, just apart from people making songs and practicing songs before, there was this song, Jose La Plapunueyo. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Now, if you ask, if I ask people like you, Simone, Mm-hmm. What does it mean? You know, what are What's the this story? Of? What's this story behind this song? Absolutely no idea, but I like the rhythm. Because Swinsters <laughs> made a song in mm-hmm. the 70s, which just changed it to Swinsters Kikafesa. That's the version I know. It was a time when there were five ladies living in a house, and people knew them as being untidy and a little loose. And this band was coming down the street, and people just made this song on the spur of the moment. When people would run masquerading Roso, because there were no lights, they would have a, a person with a lamp in front of the band so that people could see where they were going. And as they were passing down the street in River Street, and there were all those little houses on the side, and they were passing through that house, 
they stopped for a drink, and when they started, there was somebody in the chantel belt, you know, who say la pla pour nous, where you hose? Oh, that's the original song. <laughs> yes, Malpop. Yes, yes. the people. Yes, yeah. and they tell you about the, the, the pan corn beef that is their pot charm. Oh, yes. Yes, all their business was outside. But just cannibal time. <laughs> but there are also some really serious aspects to it. Mm -hmm. Because when cannibal, cannibal went on in Rosa for years. And let me tell you, we did not get a holiday for a carnival because they wanted to give a holiday, you know. Mm -hmm. Carnival didn't start as being a holiday. But when carnival started coming down the streets of Roseau, and as they went down the road in covered up, nobody knew who they were. And with the rum in their head and the rhythm going and a shop would be opened, the shop would be looted. Mm. Oh. Okay. So when the merchants saw the band coming down, they had to run to close down their shops. Then they realized it just makes it <laughs> close down and they made Carnival a public holiday. Mm, that's interesting. But not even in Trinidad, all in the 70s, that Carnival, the two days of Carnival were public holidays. Mm -hmm. Servants were needed at work, they had to go to work. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Dominica actually had a public holiday for Carnival before some of the others. I and it's because coming down, could you imagine coming down King George of Street? And a Lapuka bit band coming down, and before it was band movie. Now, uh -huh. we look at things and we hear the term band movie, we don't really realize how rough it was. Move, bad. Yes. Carnival because the band was move. Mm. And people covered them themselves, and all the vendors they gathered for the year, that is when they would take oh, yes. on them. Mm -hmm. So if they knew who you were, they would beat you up. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And mind you know, we have carnival routes and everybody goes in the same route, in the same road. But there was a time when Pottersville had their band mass. Oh, yes. When Newton had their band mass. When, what do you call that again? Point Michel had their band mass. And everybody would come down to Roseau. And when the bands would clash, one going up King George the Street and one coming down the King George of Street. And nobody giving room to anybody. will pass. Wow. So it was a big fight and all kinds of different things. <laughs> well, you know, there were some really rough parts of Carnival. Mm -hmm. But the roughest part of Carnival, well, there were two interesting, really rough parts. And I will start with the first one. Mm -hmm. There was this commissioner of police who came from England. And he decided that Carnival was going to stop at six o'clock. Hmm. Now, at six o'clock is when the people would then leave Roseau and go out to their areas. The band going down south, Newton and Point Michel would be together, and they're going home. But at 5.45, when they reached the bottom of Constitution Hill, to climb up Constitution Hill for them to go home, Mr. William, the Commissioner of Police, decided that the band was going to stop. Mm. So the people are jumping up and William is on top of the hill with his horse and all his commissioners trying to stop the band. So when the people really realized what was going on, some shuttles sat in a new song. 
Ande William Bosse, descend nous quand descend pour plaisir. Descend nous quand descend pour plaisir. Nous que mouté nous quand mouté pour l'amour. And it started slow. And it built up. And it built up. And when those people really ride up, they went up the hill with the band. And William died. <gasps> yes, it was real. Wow. Okay. And when you go, could you imagine a band? I don't know if you remember um, Point Michel, mm-hmm. 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. There was this cliff that you had to pass under, and the stones always used to be rolling. Mm-hmm. And you had to, when you passed there at a certain time, according to how dry it was, you had to be quiet as the stones would, the vibration vibrates, the stones roll. Right. So you could imagine a band going up there, okay? And they had to be quiet to pass. But coming from all of that heat of Rosa and Rosa Carnival, Salaman Wule, Sinu Monu Monane Sala, Sinu Monu Monane Sala, Nane Sale Sedene La Monu, Laneno, sorry. So the place was called Solomon, even Tarish is still called Solomon, that is the lava. Already right, but, but but Daryl remember and, the reason and, that they call that particular area Solomon is because another policeman had died there. Okay, well I was. Yes, a Solomon, a Solomon, a, some mm-hmm. police officer Solomon who was passing on his horse. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, and, yes, yes, and and then there was a landslide and he got covered. He got, mm, so so the whole Solomon. area is called Solomon. Mm-hmm. So, so then Solomon can roll, no problem. Mm-hmm. Be ready for right. So that is what it was all about. Mm-hmm. Look, we are not stopping our carnival. We are going through Solomon. You can roll, but we're going home. Yes, if okay. we don't die, we'll, 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 we'll come back next year. Yeah, yeah. And it's but so what? nice to hear about the evolution of all the songs that we've heard through so many carnivals. Thanks to Swinging Stars always singing mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. It's nice to hear the history behind the song, that there were real stories Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Most of the carnival songs have a story behind them because remember the people the people would make the stop the songs on the spot based on what is happening at the time. So for example, even while they were in the band jumping up, if some news came automatically the chantwell would send the song. So initially the chantwell sends the song slowly so that everybody can hear what the story is then the lavoe picks it up and then by the time the chantwell and the lavoe are there then the drums come in and you just have a so, new song so, so the original music was the chantwell and the lavoe together yes. yes the chantwell the lavoe which is the crowd answering mm-hmm. and the, the lavoe and you tend to find that the chantwell would have her back in the direction of travel because she's facing the drums. So she sings and then the, the rest of the people answer and then you go with it. So, so, so then, mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, what's that one? Yes. <laughs> you know no, what, what that is, is that one? About? What is that one? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> What is the story behind that one? Well, when they were building the road across the island, the colonies sent down a whole bunch of money, had budgeted a certain amount of money to build a road. But when they reached a little less than halfway, the money ran out. So they decided to investigate and they found out that there was a whole heap of bubble 
happening within that, the construction of the road. And the people who you were working, they were out of work, therefore they would have been working longer. And so the whole thing just went, was known that people stole the money. So for carnival, if you were in Norway, what would you do? If you're in part of the Norway bubble, what would you do? Mm -hmm. So people they buy a motor car, they buy a bicycle, they make a, buy a house, they buy a big piece of land and they just continued on like that. So Daryl, remember right. the call was Saki Tuavai Norway, Vinia Lofismue, Viniwa Conte Mwakome Laja Mila Tuozo Vole, Yogane Motoka, Yogane Bicycle. Now, for those, for those who don't speak, spoke, speak to you, you better <laughs> right. explain what you just right, said. Right, right. Yes, please. <laughs> so, all of the people who worked at Norway come to my office to report to me how much money was stolen by the bourgeoisie mm -hmm. and so the people are reporting that this one bought a car this one bought a bicycle this one bought a, a motor a, 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 a truck and then the question goes out so now that you have reported if you, if, were you were. In, if you were working in Norway and you had the opportunity, what would you buy? Mm -hmm. So the person mm -hmm. responds, I'd buy an aeroplane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, it's, so it's beautiful to hear chance. the stories. Yeah, beautiful to hear the stories because I don't think too I mean, many of us, at least from my generation, <laughs> um, know oh. the stories. But let's talk about how Carnival eventually got cleaned up. From, from all the rioting and the fighting of the bands coming together to becoming old mass and having more of an organized well, form. As, we, as, we, as civilization grew, you change, different things happen. But one of the things that was a big turning point for Carnival in Rosso, even if it was fairly cleaned up before that time, was the fire of 1963. Mm -hmm. Where people who are my big sister's age, this, these people would have been, my sister was a child at that time and she's in her 70s now. So that tells you how long ago it was. And they were jumping up in the band with their senses and everything like that. And somebody seemed to have a vendetta with some other people and they went and they got acid, put it in a knapsack sprayer and sprayed the people who were in the band with their senses, with the acid. Now, this present day, people have senses mounted upon shirts and jackets and pants. Before a sensei would be mounted onto your body, would be tied on, okay? And you couldn't just immediately pull it out. So when they sprayed with that acid under the senses, and it was burning their skin and burning up the senses, the people tried taking it out and they couldn't take it out and some people died. Mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a story where, well, Arthur Matter's bigger brother died in that fire. Yeah. They call it a fire because when it was sprayed, when the acid started burning up the rope and whatnot, it caught fire. And there was a big explosion. Because I remember the, 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 the rope that they used to make those sensei at the time 
they bleached the material in, in yes. gasoline. In gasoline. So it was and very, very flammable. Flammable. Okay. Um, Arthur Mata's brother, Arthur Mata's brother died. Mm -hmm. There was a teacher I had, Rupert Lance. I went to high school always wondering what happened, why, his lip, why he had half his face was burnt up and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. only later on in school I understood what happened. Yeah. Okay. And um, all up till today, nobody can tell you exactly what is the story or who sprayed that acid onto these people who died. Wow. People knew they, them, they never spoke, but people knew. Well, people speculated. Mm -hmm. People knew that. Okay. Mm -hmm. But anyway, it was. it is claimed to end that little story. It was claimed that the people who were suspected of doing that, all of them died, lived horrible lives. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. They got, those that got to be older, were quite poor and destitute in their old age, or they were sickly, or they died young. All right. Now, the, but, the interesting spin-off from this, so that event actually happened before I was born. Wow. Mm -hmm. But I grew up in Granby, so they put a ban on the wearing of sensei because yeah, of for that the whole fire. island. For the whole island, there was a right. ban, right? Yes, there was a whole ban. But remember, I was born in the Republic of Granby on Dominica. Mm -hmm. The Republic. <laughs> so, <laughs> mm -hmm. I grew up, and I always knew sensei mm -hmm. to the point that sometimes in the middle of the year it's like somebody just feels the desire they would put on their sensei and just run through the village mm -hmm. so imagine i was in my 30s when the ban was lifted and i am like what ban are they talking about mm -hmm. There was a ban on sensei. I never knew that mm -hmm. because the ban was in place from before I was born. But I never, it never. There were certain communities that just never complied. Mm -hmm. Grand Bay was one. Saint Joseph was Saint one. Joseph. So the sensei tradition is still very strong in those areas mm -hmm. because they were somehow kind of removed from Roso, and so some of the rules that people had to stick to because they lived in Roseau, the outer communities could get away with it. Mm -hmm. and, and of course that led to the changes of the sensei costume as well, right? Yeah. So you yeah. tend to find that different locations have different types of sensei. Mm -hmm. So we would like to say that there were changes, but I would like to say that there was a, a development I shouldn't say a development, but sensei is all about what materials are available. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because before people had the time to get the old ropes from the boats who used to come in with those thick ropes and shred them out, or they used to take the sisal and shred it out to make yes. the sensei. No yes. people do have that time, or the rope is not available. So they cannot make those big, fine senses like they used to. Um. As we, when the ban was lifted, it was a time when bananas were just coming to. Um, that was the era of green the, gold. The, the banana boom. Yeah, and I thought I would share a get... picture for Sensei because we have a number of people right. from Dominica yes. who, who follow me. So this is an example of what we're referring to with the Sensei. And this Sensei we're looking at here is a very modern Sensei. And I'll mm -hmm. tell you why. 
when the bananas started, people had to get in a lot of fertilizers for the bananas. Yes. And it came in in those bags that people could fray out. And instead of using the rope, which they couldn't get, they used the, the old, the empty banana um, fertilizer, fertilizer bags. bags. They frayed them out and it was all white. So when they first came out, they were all white and it was a wonderful thing. But people got tired of the white senses. And so they started using paints and sprays and so to create what you see right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. But, but now it's not everybody who had them because it was those who had a lot of bags, fertilizer bags. So the, you find that a lot of the farmers used them until when the bags were ma made available for purchase that people started getting them and making them all the time. But there was another thing that came out and it's cloth where seamstresses would have pile up all of these cloths from sewing and people pieces of cloth and they would take it to make a sensei. So it was sprayed out. So you get the cloth sensei coming out at that time as well. So apart from the rope sensei, which is what people knew and the pipe sensei, you also got the cloth sensei. And people started getting a little bit more affluent. So they're able to buy material to make senses. So then you started getting a sensei made out of uniform color cloth. Most of the senses that I grew up with in Granby were from um, Crocker's bag. Crocker's the bag. Brown I Crocker's that. bag. Because remember, sugar, sugar and everything would come in those bags. Mm -hmm. Sugar, and, rice, and all your, yeah. Right. So that was readily available. So once you saw a sensei, it had to be Crocker's bag, all brown, with the horns, and the headpiece was always, the, the hat was a, a tensile turned upside down. Mm -hmm. But and right now you can hardly find um, tensils. Mm -hmm. And of course, we're, we're enjoying the interaction with everyone on Facebook. And we have uh, Tina who says, Delia, but remember the police were even afraid to approach people in Granby and St. Joseph, the two radical villages at the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's why they kept wearing yes. their sensei because the police couldn't stop them. Yes, well, the thing about a... it is that, Simone, remember, you had on this costume, your face was covered. You, um, some people were actually taller than they actually were because they, they put um, the wooden pieces under their shoes to give them a little height. Mm -hmm. And the costume is not complete without a weapon. Mm. And, and so you would have... So the person is already um, very this frightening, is. frightening. So imagine as a child, you're looking up at this huge thing mm -hmm. with huge horns, mm -hmm. a weapon in hand, making this funny sound as they walk because they have the clogs mm -hmm. under their shoes. And then they, they have an accompanying sound. <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> And then they drag in the chains or the cutlass or the garden fork or whatever along the ground. So, yes. so it, it was really a frightening thing. So you would have to be very brave mm -hmm. to and take a chance because you don't know who is under it. Right. And right. very importantly towards all of this is that you're protected by the society. Oh, yes. Right? Oh, yes. Members of the community. Right. So the police wouldn't dare come to try to make an arrest. No man. Somebody who had a, because it wasn't just the person that they were arresting, they were trying to arrest the whole community. Right. And, and, and one of the other things you would also find out is that sometimes you would see somebody wearing a particular sensei at one time. 
and then you must you might be marking that person and the person comes goes in to take a rest and, and the sensei comes back out but somebody else is somebody on the else is in the sensei yes. so you had no idea whether you were targeting the same person mm. all the time Mm -hmm. and then something and then something else tina also says even the slaves use their night yard dancing and singing as a form of social commentary whether it be singing about their master or who or what be it oh yeah. yes oh yes so that is i mean we, we're just um zooming into the carnival bit of it but that was mm -hmm. part of your regular life Mm -hmm. But I also need to make the point that it is not just the sensei we had in terms of um, carnival costumes. Yes, yes, so, that's what I want to explore. You had right. lots of individual characters. Mm -hmm. All right. Madame Go, Madame Gobordin, Madame Gotete, <laughs> Meze Gokoko, mm -hmm. and, you know, all kinds of different things like that. And mm -hmm. people just express themselves individually as well. Oh, yes. But one of the things that came out of it is that you had, as materials became available, like shiny cloth, you had people creating things like the Susuel Su 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 Yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Su the Red Oka, the Busola V, or mm -hmm. the Cape Masquerader. Mm -hmm. All right. And all of those things came out and they were part of the mask. They were part yeah. of the masquerade. Definitely. And also, there were the plays that happened in the streets, like the Papi Show wedding, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the Mocker wedding. Mm -hmm. All right. What what is the origins of the puppy show wedding, for example? Why is there a wedding in Carnival? Well, it's a the ridiculous wedding. wedding you know. Yes, it is very ridiculous. It was taking <laughs> making a mockery of some wedding that took place in a year, some years ago, mm -hmm. and is either it was some a big fat person getting married, or very feminine, a very manly woman getting married. Because a lot of times so you will see the man in the dress and the woman in the yes. in the man's yes. clothing. So they, it, it, it would have been like a very ugly woman. So mm -hmm. the the ugliest you can get is to get a man to pretend to be a woman. Yes. Oh, men are ugly, Delia. No, 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 no. <laughs> I am <laughs> saying, no, Daryl, you you deliberately <laughs> missed the point. I know. <laughs> But that was the whole point of Papi Show wedding. Yes, it's the Papi Show. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, for example, you you would have had something like that song that goes in a Papi Show wedding. Bebet di kai maye epi sosot sosot di kai maye epi bebet bebet se yon sakwe sot sosot se yon pligwan sot. So, idiot getting married to foolish. Idiot is very foolish. Foolish is even more foolish. And there is nobody who is as foolish as foolish and idiot. So, so I think it's just beautiful to see how people found ways to express themselves, <laughs> even within the limits of what they had available to them. And, and the oppression that people lived in during this time, they found ways to express themselves, whether it's through wearing a sensei and showing that, you know, you're in control of your space, even if the police encroaches on you, or through the songs, the chanting, and making up stories. I think that is fascinating. Yeah, and they use whatever was available. So, mm -hmm. for example, Daryl mentioned earlier the red oka. And most Caribbean people know the plant that we call ruku or anato. And that is something that is generally used for cooking. Mm -hmm. 
but at carnival time, it was used as a body paint. So imagine you'd paint your entire body, body with that red. red dye, you become the red ochre. There was or you also you, the dark. Yes. Right, the, I was going to the, 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 you, you had um, the darkies would use either spent charcoal. oil from vehicles or, or charcoal or something and pin themselves all the way through. An black. interesting thing that I found in the Carib territory, and that's the only place mm -hmm. I've seen it in Dominica, is that the children use the mud. Yes. So they yes. the mud in water and they paste, paste it all on themselves. Right. And they have different colors, and they know where to know knew where to get the different color marks. Of course, the no, different no, no, what is the significance of the what is the significance of the black is because we're already black people. So why what's the significance of even darkening our complexions? No, no, it has nothing to do with your complexion. It's a mm. costume. Okay. So you have you have those who are painted red, those mm -hmm. who are painted dark. Okay. You also have the black devils mm -hmm. who would not be painted black, but they would be dressed all in black. Right. Including having black socks on their hands. Mm -hmm. So they're completely black with their right. black nice. masks and everything. Mm -hmm. And these ones needed to have a whip that they call a fuet. And you had to have the art of striking the ground with it so it would make a particular sound. Yeah, and that's a and talent, you know, have, that, that whip and that strike, people. that's a talent. We still oh, have yes. the black, the good hope people that come down as black devils. Mm -hmm. No, they, you're right, they come down like as the darkies and they put, they put either a young guava, um, young guavas or young limes in their cheeks mm. to distend them so they mm. look kind of like imps. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and there's something similar that is practiced in Laplane. There's black devils and they're right. the right. And that Laplane has this black devils that come out and they're not they haven't they don't paint their bodies, they're no, just they, totally they masked in, in black. Black, black mm. jackets, black. and they're the ones that carry the most whips because they oh, all yes. have whips and slash them on the ground. Yes. Mm -hmm. So you, when, when, you, when you hear this sound, you know the black devils are coming. We mm -hmm. had that in Grand Bay as well. Right. And, and of when course... that started coming out, there was nothing nicer for one of those people to paint, who painted this. You are listening to Untapped Potential with Dr. Simone. If you live in Canada, the US, and the UK, and are looking for Dominica products, including cocoa sticks, bay rum, coffee, soaps, crafts, and other popular Dominica items, then look no further. You can now shop on buydominicaonline.com, a secure, easy-to-navigate website selling a wide variety of Dominica-made and Dominica-inspired products. When you shop on buydominicaonline.com, you are helping to grow Dominica's economy. Go to buydominicaonline.com and enjoy home away from home. Yeah, so I think the history of our carnival is so important to who we are as a people. I thought for today we would just have the almost the entire interview play for our program. And if you're looking to see in the interview, the video portion of the interview, it is now playing on pushpast10.com. So again, P-U-S-H-P-A-S-T-1-0.com for the video portion, as well as the rest of the interview that you may have missed. So as you notice this week, we did not have the tip of the week because I really wanted us to just pay attention and have a good listen 
to where we come from and how we have evolved over the years. Because I truly think of all that I do with this program, the one thing that is salient in my mind is recognizing the importance of our identity identity with regards to the strength of who we are. So I always think to myself, everything that our ancestors went through to ensure that we they secured the life that we live today is our strength. So I thought we could listen to the entire interview. I truly hope that you enjoyed it as much as I did and that you learned something new about your heritage, about our carnival celebration heritage, and about our identity. So again, it has been wonderful being here with you for another episode of Untapped Potential. Don't forget to check out pushpast 10pushpast10.com for everything that we do with regards to our programming. And while you're there, don't forget to click on the past episodes for any episodes of the program that you may have missed along the way. So again, thank you for being here. Again, happy Carnival Tuesday to you. I hope that you found some exciting ways to enjoy Carnival. And if you're looking for more great programming, you can always jump on our Facebook page, Push Past 10, as well as our YouTube channel by the same name for a more more of what we do here with this programming. And so we continue um, with our weekly programming on Push Past 10. And I believe this week we should have a very interesting interview about the state of security in Dominica. Because it seems like every time we look around, another young man is being uh, gets drowned in the ocean or, you know, there's a house fire. So the conversation I want to have this week on Candid Conversation is what are the safety protocols in Dominica? Do we have any seatbelt regulations? Do we have regulations to secure our children when they are driving in cars? Do we have lifeguards? There is so much need in Dominica. So as we always do with candid conversations, we come and we talk about our concerns. We talk about our recommendations for what can be done better. And we hope that the authorities in Dominica, who um, a number of them actually follow Push Past 10, will take some of these recommendations and apply it so that Dominica could be a healthier, a safer place for all of us to live and enjoy. And for those of us who visit, it will also be a more comforting environment. So again, thank you for being here for another episode of Push Past, another episode of Untapped Potential right here on TVN Radio. Don't forget to join us next week, same time, same place, as we stop by to get powered up and energized for the week ahead. And we remind ourselves of the important life goals that we ought to be working on. So thank you for being here. Don't forget your life story is your strength. All the challenges you faced in the past have prepared you for the challenges that you face today. So remember to tap into your potential, stay strong, stay positive stay engaged and stay active until we meet together next week same time same place you take care